Hello, Kansas City. We are Drink KC. I'm Roxy. And I'm Corey. And we're kicking off a three-episode round featuring drinkeries in the West Bottoms. Yes, so these three episodes will focus on a brewery, distillery, and winery in the West Bottoms area. So this week we're going to be doing Stockyards Brewing Company. Next week we'll do West Bottoms Whiskey Co. And then we'll be doing Amagoni Winery. But what's important right now is we're starting with Stockyards Brewing Company. Yes. We did the 2019 tap tour. The tap tour is uh, a promotion through Visit KC. And it gives you discounts at a lot of local breweries that participate. It was $10 to start. And you made your money back if you went to like three of them. Because yeah. we all did uh, coupons. And I'd always liked beer, but I was not familiar with local breweries at all. I, I was thinking like, Boulevard's a small local brewery, right? No. And it opened up a world of, of good beer. And it all started with Stockyards Brewing Company. It really opens you up to all the breweries in the area. Because I think it was like 30? Yeah, I think it's like 20, 25 different breweries it's a ton of different breweries yeah so we started off with that and the first one we went to was stockyards because it was right in between our works i think i think so we met after work at stockyards and fell in love immediately with local beer it was such a great introduction into local breweries and and that was sort of when we started falling in love with the kansas city brewery scene to start out with and then you know everything else after that too but it's it's turned into a love for all things in the drinkery scene scene. yes Yes. (laughs) jinx you owe me a beer (gasps) i'll go get one (laughs) convenient sweet he's actually going to get one uh so while he goes and does that Uh, So it was really cool when we went to Stockyards because the tap tour is a little like passport book, or at least it was before COVID. And whenever you would go redeem one of your coupons, they would stamp your your passport book. And we got really spoiled right off with Stockyards because they had a custom stamp. So when we got our little like buy one, get one beer, which was awesome... And they stamp our passport book with this super cool stockyard stamp. And I was like, this is amazing. Then most of them did not have their own stamps. And they were using just a general stamp that the rest of them were using. Which is still cool. It's still cool. Wasn't as cool. It was totally cool process. But yes, we got spoiled with stockyards. Yes, we did. For sure. So Stockyards Brewing Company uh, opened in April of 2016. Actually, the first brewery to be in the West Bottoms in a really long time. Apparently, like several decades ago, there were some out-of-town breweries that were down there, but this is the first one down there in a really long time. So if you know anything about the West Bottoms, they used to be where Kansas City had their stockyards. Hence the name. Hence the name. (laughs) Very fitting. And it basically was a railroad hub. There was all these cattle, and it was where they would transport a lot of that stuff. So when they started up Stockyards Brewing Company in the West Bottoms, they wanted to really remain true to this sort of country western feel that this area is really based off of. So Greg Bland is the uh, founder. He was originally the home brewer that wanted to start this whole thing. So in keeping with the country western uh, cattle driving theme, they call him the trail boss. 
He grew up in Montana, and he said when he came and saw the West Bottoms in Kansas City, he moved here in 2010. After he saw the West Bottoms and got a feel for that place, he it, he said it really reminded him of kind of the ranching in Montana. And so he really wanted to stick with that idea when he was starting his brewing. So it was kind of convenient that his background and the area's background kind of melded together yes. to form the vibe of this brewery and their and their bar that is attached to it. Yes. He officially started Stockyards in 2012 when he started doing his home brewing and he was taking business management classes. So then when he was really starting to ramp up this business, he really wanted to open, actually open a brewery. He brought in his friends Ray Kersner uh, to do kind of the accounting side of stuff and Brendan Gargano, who does the creative design. And so they all got together, but they wanted to get more consulting from somebody that was familiar with the industry and the business. So they brought in Micah Weikert. So in keeping with the cattle driving names, he is, uh, Greg is the trail loss and Micah is the point man, which is kind of like the second in command. And he's been the brewmaster for Gordon Biersch and uh, 75th Street Brewing. He's got a ton of experience in the business and so they brought him as a consultant a lot of notches in the belt a lot so of them. To speak. yes so greg i think he really liked home brewing it sounds like but he didn't he knew his limitations in how much experience he would have brewing on a bigger more professional scale so that's why i wanted to bring in micah they'll have like a flavor profile they want to go for and Micah will make the magic happen and be like, okay, here's a recipe on how to make your dream come true. Yeah. Most people when they are, they're doing home brewing or, you know, you see this in like restaurants and stuff too, that people really like cooking. They really like home brewing. They really like doing these things on a small scale and they like the actual act of creating something. And then so often when they try to take it to a bigger scale, they're so not ready for all of the business-mindedness that it takes to make that work. I think it's why a lot of small businesses fail pretty early on, is people are just, they're really passionate about their craft, and they're really not passionate or not mentally in the right place to make a business work. Yeah. And I think, I think this is where they really succeed. They put together a really good team of people that are really good at what they do. And knew that they needed outside help for what they didn't know how to do. And that's what I think the mark of a lot of these successful breweries and other drinkeries have been, is keeping a passion for the product without losing sight of running a business. Yes. So a little bit more about the West Bottoms area. So in the 1860s was when it was this railroad hub and, you know, cattle are moving back and forth. The building where Stockyards is now was originally the first floor of the Livestock Exchange Building. Uh, so later on in 1949, it was converted into a restaurant called the Golden Ox. The Golden Ox was a, re a steakhouse, uh, and it was this amazingly over-the-top country-western steakhouse kind of restaurant with uh, big murals of, like, cattle herding and... Um, like stained glass windows of cowboys and it's fantastic and it, lots it, of like woodwork and and it's like a fancier texas roadhouse yes like a better texas roadhouse. yes unfortunately or fortunately i guess depending on you knowing the end of the story that restaurant closed in 2014 and the owners later um kind of split it up so stockyards brewing bought 
like half the restaurant and turned it into their tasting room. So their bar and tasting room. And then uh, the people that own Voltaire, which is another restaurant in the West Bottoms, bought the other part and revived the Golden Ox restaurant. Mm-hmm. So two for the price of one. And a lot of the decoration is from the original Golden Ox restaurant. So it is, it's like stepping into a Western. It really it feels, is. It feels like a saloon. It's so, and I mean this in absolutely the best way, completely over the top. It's beautiful. It it's is fantastic. Just cheesy enough while still maintaining a welcoming atmosphere. So they have, like I said, they have the big mural, which is behind the stage area now. It's got this big 65-year-old wooden door that used to be the restaurant meat locker, which is now the door to the brew house and looks like it weighs a ton. It's, it looks like a door out of a, out of like a fantasy novel. It like really a Harry does. Potter door. It's where the magic happens. You gotta keep a big door on it. That's true. And then they've got a stained glass drop ceiling behind the bar, all this mahogany woodwork, like uh, the original 1910 marble tile floor. So apparently, like, there was just carpet there and they started ripping it up and they found all this tile floor and they're like, wow, this is amazing. It made me think of the office episode where they all drink like a ton of espresso and. (laughs) Uh, Oscar is like on the floor. They're like moving something and the carpet rips up and there was hardwood underneath. He's like, I always knew it was here, but I couldn't allow myself to believe it. Anyway, that was the image that I had. So the moral of that entire story is it's really funny that the previous occupants of the building carpeted over a gorgeous marble floor. Yeah. But you know, why would you do that? That's what happened in like the fifties and the sixties. They took stuff that was like really beautiful and timeless and covered it with carpet. And stuff that was very not timeless. And if it was like my grandparents' house, they probably covered it in shag carpet. (laughs) So the first time that we went into that place, I was super surprised because most breweries, this is not to complain about most breweries, I love the industrial hip vibe that a lot of the breweries in town have. It's really cool. It's it's authentic and modern. It's modern. It's it's super cool. But I love that this place is a totally different change of pace from that. It makes it really unique. It feels different, which is a good thing, especially where they're located. It already feels different just going there to the West Bottoms. And then you step back in time almost. The minute you walk in there, you feel like an old timey regular. Like you feel like you're going to walk in, kind of kick the dust off your boots, sit at the bar and you're, the bartender's already going to know your name and your beer and slide it on down the bar to you. <laughs> like old school Western style. Like you feel like John Wayne. It's, it's such a cool vibe. Yeah. It is a shame that their tasting room is currently not open. Yes, now that we've totally sold you on how amazing the interior of this place looks, currently their inside is not open due to COVID, but we are all very hopeful that this is going to be ending soon. So Stockyards has done, Stockyards Brewing Company has done a really, really great job of taking this super historical place that they're in between, you know, it being the Stockyards at the railroad hub and then the Golden Ox restaurant that has this really cattle drive cowboy feeling to it and they really remain true to that they didn't try to cover it up and change it and do their own thing they have really said they want to keep the place's history and spirit alive yeah and they absolutely do that so well yeah it doesn't feel pretentious it feels like somewhere like working people could go after work and sit down and enjoy a beer which isn't to say any of these other places aren't 
it just has a vibe about it. And I love their coasters say calloused hands deserve good beer. It makes me want to go do some work outside just so I can go have a beer there. And they talk about they don't want to dwell on being a craft brewery, which Again, not to not to like say anything bad about craft breweries. Obviously, we're very big fan of craft breweries, but it's cool that they they don't want to lean on any of the um, kind of stereotypical things of being a craft brewery. They want to set themselves apart and be just a really good place to get beer. So, without any further ado, why don't we try one of their beers? So this is I don't know if this was the first one we have from there, but this is definitely my favorite. Like to the point where I brought my dad to stockyards after we'd been there and I had to call Corey and was like, hey, what was that beer that we had? Because I really need to get it again. Yeah, so our trip there, I think we got four, and this stood out as the absolute like star of the show. Yes. So this is the Fox Trotter Scottish Ale. It's kind of a, a reddish ale. Yeah, it's a it's an amber hue. Yep. So the fox trotter is the state horse of Missouri. So staying true to the livestock, livestock Missouri Midwestern thing. Uh, it's made with three kinds of crystal malts and a northern brewer and Cascade hops. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna drink. Even some? though we've been. So we're gonna. This is our last can Literally of a six pack. Can so five and six of a six pack. Yes, but. but it's very important to taste frequently so that you can be accurate. Yeah, it's the COVID test. Make sure you can still taste. Can definitely still taste, and that still tastes amazing. It's got a really good balance of the multi characteristics and the hops without either one fighting. Mm-hmm. They really meld together really well. It gives you sort of an an earthy tone to it. A lot of uh, little bitty bubbles. So yeah. it's very like tingly, but it's not like it's not carbonated. Over- it's not overwhelmingly carbonated. It's super drinkable, but like it's drinkable in the same way that a lighter beer would be, but so much more character. It's got the it's got the flavor punch you would expect from a darker beer mm-hmm. while being the easy drinking of a lighter beer. Yep. It's one of those beers that like I feel like it's tough when you first start kind of getting into beer versus when you've been drinking beer for a while, your uh, preferences change so much. Because, like, when you first start drinking, you're like, you want something. Yeah, yeah. You want the Bud Lights of the world. Things that are the soda equivalent of beer. Your palate changes. Yeah. But this one, I feel like, is one that works for everybody. It's not as syrupy as most red ales. Yeah. It's not too sweet. There's something to be said that we, this was... The first night we started the tap tour, it wasn't the first time we had beer. We've been drinking beer for a long time, but probably the start of our journey of drinking good beer could be said to have started that night. It could. Yeah. And we loved this then, and we love it now. Yep. So there's really something to be said about that. That's true. hmm So, tell us a little bit about what else they got going on there. Maybe not currently. So... It's always a weird time to be talking about breweries when you're in the middle of winter with COVID still kind of going on. It's really got a lot of places slowed down, but we want to focus on who these places are. They may have to do things a little differently during COVID, but there's they still have that same spirit. And so the things that they were doing before are things that they will hopefully be doing again soon, especially once the summer starts and it's warm enough to have outdoor seating. And then hopefully COVID's going to be gone soon. Fingers crossed. 
Um, so one of the things that they're really passionate about there is live music. And uh, they have a lot of like bluegrass groups. Uh, and they always say their mural is that's behind the stage is the perfect backdrop for bluegrass music. Uh, on their second anniversary in 2018, they released a vinyl album called Two Years on the Trail that featured artists that had performed there. And now I want a copy. I'm sure there's probably not any left. Uh, they've also done some other cool events. They do. They did the Big Chill, which is a bunch of breweries would all come together there and they would all bring one or two of their strongest beers, like alcohol content wise. They were usually between 7 and 11%, which if you know anything about beer, is pretty high. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they would also bring a chili made with one of those strong beers. So people could go in and have beer and chili, and it was usually in January, so that's a great time to have, like, a really strong beer and some warm chili. Kind of warm your soul all around. There's no better time for either of those things Mm -hmm. than any time, but specifically January. (laughs) I know, and it's all the more reason with the cold snap that we had. I'm like, oh, I'm so sad that we couldn't do that this year because that awful cold snap would have been the perfect time to get some strong beers and just eat a ton of chili and yeah that would have been great they also participate in movember the movember foundation is a charity that sponsors a lot of men's health awareness and so for the month of november you're supposed to let your mustache show in all its tom Selleck glory (laughs) Stockyards participated in that by having barbers come in and do shavings so people could rock their mustaches and have a beer at the same time. Yeah, and they would donate a certain amount of money from their Stocktober beer. Their Oktoberfest. Yes, uh, that would go to the foundation. If you are trying to pick up some Foxtrotter or any other of Stockyards' selection... They are distributing to both sides of the state in the Kansas City area. You can pick them up. We picked ours up at Hy-Vee. I've seen them at Price Chopper. Wherever you buy your beer, check them out. Uh, You can also pick up straight from the brewery. So their tasting room's not open. You can't go in and drink a beer, but you can pick up a pack of beer Thursdays and Fridays from 4 to 8, and then Saturday 1 to 5. And you definitely should because their beer is amazing. Their beer is fantastic. Highly recommend it. So anyway, with that, stay warm out there, everybody. Hopefully it's, you know, by the time this is coming out, it's going to be... A little warmer. A little warmer. Starting to melt already. Yeah. And if you're still cold by next Monday, we'll have something for you that'll really warm you up. Put hair on your chest, too. Yes, it will. With West Bottoms Whiskey Co. So uh, join us as we keep going through our uh, West Bottoms... Adventure. Yes, West Bottoms Adventure. I like that. Mm, Cool. So with that, I'm Roxy. I'm Corey. And we're your local amateur alcohol aficionados. And whatever you're drinking, make sure you drink KC. And we'll see you next time.